0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you most solemnly, you will be weeping and wailing while the world will rejoice. You will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will turn to joy. A woman in childbirth suffers because her time has come. But when she has given birth to the child, she forgets the suffering and her joy that a person has been born into the world. So it is with you. You are sad now, but I shall see you again and your hearts will be full of joy. And that joy no one will take from you. When that day comes, you will not ask me any questions. The Gospel of the Lord. So in the the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles today, we we end Paul's second missionary journey. Remember, he started off from Antioch and um, went all through Turkey on foot, then sailed across to uh, Philippi, and then moved his way down through Thessalonica to Athens and Corinth, and now he's returned um, by ship uh, back to um, Antioch eventually. I wonder what he brought to birth and those people he met on that second missionary journey. A- and we have that sense of of the the um, giving birth in the gospel reading today. Jesus says a woman in childbirth suffers because her time has come. But when she has given birth to the child, she forgets the suffering and her joy that a person has been born into the world. Uh, Sorry, Lord, but um, this is a man speaking. The the woman who's given birth to a child might think slightly differently. But there is that, that sense of of, of children coming into the world. And, and it's often with, with, with pain and suffering, and yet there's a joy that, that follows that. And during the week I, I received um, some news that I'm going to be a great uncle again, which is very exciting. I was always a great uncle, but I've got the title to go with it now. And uh, as I was uh, praying this morning I just really wondered what this child will come to be. What sort of world will he be born into? You know, and in his family, you know, how will that family live and move and have its being? You know, our families have changed so much how we live and our family life have changed so much. You think of of growing up in your own child Uh, compared to a child growing up today. The opportunities they've got, the challenges they've got, the technology they've got, the mobility they've got. There's so many things that are different. You know, our families have to live and move and have their being in a different age, in a different time. And that's the same for, for each one of us, isn't it? You know, that we can't stay the same. And that's the same for for the church. In 2015, not long after he was uh, elected pope, Pope Francis was speaking to a national conference of the Italian church, and he said, "Catholics must realise we're not living an era of change, but a change of era." And so there's just this this radical radical change in society, and it's really brought about, I think, by by technology and particularly the communications technology and the way we communicate to each other and where we get our information our truth from he says before the problems of the church it's not useful to search for solutions in conservatism or fundamentalism and the restoration of the of obsolete conduct and forms that no longer have the capacity of being significant culturally Christian doctrine is not a closed system, incapable of generating questions, doubts, interrogatives, but is alive, knows being unsettled, enlivened. It has a face that is not rigid. It has a body that moves and grows. It has a soft flesh that's called Jesus Christ. And I think, you know, this is the sort of thing how does Jesus take flesh? In our world today, how does he move and have his being, and us, his people? And that's where the difference is. That's where we, as church, have to be really challenging, uh, challenged, to look at what's happening around us and and to determine how we're going to proclaim the gospel in the midst of that so that Christ might take flesh more and more in us and that's really what the the story of the Acts of the Apostles is all about is it moved from being a very Jewish um, a Jewish sect to being this this faith that embraced the Gentiles. and as we've heard in the Acts of the Apostles, all the actions happening, on the periphery, in the Gentile world. It's the one that's growing and and shooting up new shoots. And it's the same in this time of lockdown. You know, what's been the thing that the Lord's brought to birth in you in this time? And maybe, you know, and knowing that this lockdown time and this time of pandemic has been such a painful time in so many different ways, but one of the things that's really I've really enjoyed is getting your emails, um, comments or messages um, through Facebook, just talking to me about what the Lord's been doing to you in this time through our social media, online masses, or the other things that we're offering in the diocese, through what's happening in your own prayer life. There have been miracles, there have been reconciliations in families, there have been opening up of new insights and understanding things in a new way. There have people who have discovered the Mass in a deeper, and new way, as they can't wait to return back to our normal practice of the Mass. There have been others who have discovered the word. You know, the Lord works with us in a changing world. We can't stay safe and secure in our own little box or bubble forever. To be the church, to be the people of God, is to be the people that are open to the Spirit, who accompanies us, who's beside us, the one beside us, advocate, who's always there, leading us on the right path. As a people of faith, yes, we hold fast to what Jesus taught us, We hold fast to the the teachings of the the church that we've grown to know and appreciate through the centuries. But at the same time, we have to be flexible to move and live and have our being in the here and now. Our faith is not just something theoretical. It's something to be lived. It's something that's to be brought birth to us daily. And it's something um, that we remember that we're always being called to more, to having our horizons expanded. As we look forward to um, the coming of the Holy Spirit again at Pentecost, we ask for an openness to the creative work of the Holy Spirit in our lives.